The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of Hope. Well, hello, my friends. Whether I've met you or not, I consider all of you my friends, and my heart is just overflowing right now. I'm just in a state of gratitude, the way things are flowing. They don't always flow, but it's been quite the day. Uh, Ty and I are on the road again for their summer tour, and we just left Nevada this morning and are now in Utah. It was a bit of an eventful drive. I, uh, I heard recently somebody state that there are more I think it was one of my guests. There are more unemployed angels than there are requests for their help. So even though I talk to joy or spirit or source, whatever you want to call it, I talk to my guides, Sanaya, and my loved ones across the veil, I decided to call in the angels every time we get on the road. And so every day of this trip when we've been driving, we buckle our seatbelts and I say, all right, angels, I'm asking for protection for people pets and property and we kind of laugh but I mean it and uh, we're driving this big rig a big 42 foot bus with our car towed behind it I think probably about 50,000 pounds in all a lot of mass and so here we go down the highway and I have my head in my computer in the passenger seat and all of a sudden Ty lets out a curse and I look up and the curses come flying out of my mouth as this van in the left hand lane came right over into our lane he didn't see us I don't know how he didn't see us but Quick thinking, Ty had to go off onto the shoulder, crossing the rumble strip. And, you know, we're going 65 miles an hour and our hearts were in our throats. We came within inches of who knows what happening. And I looked up and I said, where were the angels? And one second later, I went, oh, the angels were with us or we might have rolled over. So I'm just very grateful for that. And a little reminder to all of us to always ask. So we are now in the little town of Hurricane, Utah. We were wondering why it's called that because I don't think they have hurricanes out here in the middle of the desert, but we're just a few miles from Zion, Utah, one of our favorite places, the most gorgeous places on earth. And I hope you are in a beautiful place as well. This is the first Thursday of the month, so instead of bringing on one guest, all of you are my guests, and you're welcome to call in with a question. I see we have a few people waiting, but I do want to announce a few things first and then answer one question that somebody sent in, so thank you for your patience. I want to let you know that I'm holding a charity channeling session live online on 
Sunday, July 2nd at 5 o'clock Eastern. You'll have to convert that to your time zone. To support the renovation of the Temple of Peace that was recently purchased by Reverend Janet Nohavik, my original mentor who introduced me to mediumship. Uh, if you're interested in that, we're trying to raise funds for that. I was told recently by my guide, Sanaya, do more channeling live online. And I said, well, if you really want me to do that, I need a sign. How about sending me something with Esther Hicks in it? And many of you are probably familiar with Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham. And sure enough, within three days, which is usually my time limit when I ask for a sign, I'm looking on uh, YouTube for something random. And there in the right hand is a video by Esther Hicks. And I said, okay, I hear you. We're going to do this. So, uh, uh, Ty just handed me a note. He said, I said July 2nd, and he's right. It's July 12th, 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 12th. The channeling second channeling show is the 12th Sunday. So for more information about thank you, honey, <laughs> go to my website, SuzanneGeisman.com slash, what is it? I can't remember. <laughs> That's too funny. Go to the events calendar then, slash events, and you'll find that they're under July 12th. And if you are listening to this in the archives after the event, thanks to Sanaya and my sign, I'll be doing more of these over the coming year. Always for a charity, 100% of the donations that we ask for this will go to the specified charity. Wanted to also let you know, I just put a video online to announce a new gift for all of you. Mastering Meditation is an ebook. I've had it up before, but my assistant, Bev, did a masterful job of reformatting it. It's just beautiful and full of good content about the one practice that has transformed my life and made this connection across the veil for me possible, and that was meditation. So I teach my methods in there and give some insights. I hope you'll enjoy it. That can be found at SuzanneGeisman.com slash MM, as in Mastering Meditation. Okay, and then uh, one final announcement. I hope that you'll Join me for my monthly mentoring webinars. The next one coming up is July 14th, and you can also find that on the events calendar at SuzanneGeisman.com. I never know until the month before what I'm going to talk about because my guides just keep giving me new teaching, and they have never failed me to fill up those two hours with their latest insights. So before I answer this next question, I have to give you an update from the last time we did call-in question and answers on the show. A woman called in and mentioned that her daughter had crossed to the other side. As much as I would like to give readings on the air, I just don't get the depth and quality that to me is sacred that I get in one-on-one -on -one readings. So I just answer questions. But at that point... I felt that woman's daughter, and if some of you were listening, you might remember I said, I feel your daughter, and she's showing me Archangel Gabriel and his trumpet. The woman said, well, my daughter played the trumpet, and I was thrilled with that. I said, well, I know that must be why she's showing it to me. It's an interesting way to show it to me, and we left it at that. But guess what, guys? She said, hang on a second. <laughs> Lynette, you just texted me something to correct me, just like Ty. You guys are watching my back, but your text got cut off, so call back. But the magic of this moment with Archangel Gabriel is, and get this, <laughs> a few days later, that mom emailed me, and she said, Suzanne, I forgot. 
on my daughter's mausoleum is Archangel Gabriel playing the trumpet. So way to go from her daughter across the veil. And I just love how we humans get amnesia about these beautiful, beautiful validations that they're still here that our loved ones give us from across the veil. So I'm very grateful for that as well. Let me... Let me bring in somebody live, and then I'll answer the other question. I've been doing too much talking here, and I want to hear from all of you. By the way, ah, okay. By the way, if you call in and I take your question today, I'm going to put your name and put you on a piece of paper here for a drawing at the end of the show. Whoever's name I draw will have your choice of one of my three online courses as my thank you for calling in. So we're going to go first to Sharon from Maine. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. I'm glad to be here. How are you? Oh, like I said, overflowing. (laughs) Great. All right. My question has to do with animals. Okay. I have two of them right beside me here. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I witnessed and read about and heard about the most horrific, cruel animal abuse, neglect, and abandonment throughout my life, which Mm. has resulted in very severe post-traumatic stress uh, disorder for me. It's severe. And I'm constantly having intrusive thoughts of images and sounds of intense animal abuse and the cries of abandoned animals. What Mm. I'd like to know is from a spiritual perspective, what becomes of all these victims? The animals, you mean? Yes. Well, Sharon, I can assure you from having connected with dozens of animals' souls across the veil, they are so full of joy. They are just continuing to be the presence of unconditional love that we know they are when they're here. For us, they're teachers, aren't they, of how to be that unconditional love. And so it hurts so badly when at the human level, our human sides witness our fellow humans abusing them. And it's that kind of thing that awakens us to to know that there has to be something more, to want to show others the way to treat each other and treat animals. It shows us that just because we know the truth that inside those animals and inside us are souls, that we don't sit back passively and allow that to happen. We take action as we can, as we're safe in doing so without harming the other person and doing our best to show them that love is at the basis of our actions and our desires to correct their actions. I remember seeing a man whose dog was loose and I helped return the dog to him. And the first thing he did was smack the dog. And I reached out and I said, don't hit the dog, don't hit the dog. And he lunged towards me as if he was going to smack me and caught himself at the last minute. And behind him was standing his wife and she just shook her head as if to say, look what I have to live with. And the thing is, the thing is, Sharon and everybody listening, look what that man had to live with. The ignorance of the fact that the very love that he felt was lacking in him that allowed him to strike out and hurt another was completely blinded to him. So if we can see others who do cruel things as completely ignorant to their true nature and then take action but not fuel it with hatred or anger or revenge on our part, but with love, but take appropriate action, that's the best we can do. But understanding that the souls of all of us when we're harmed 
are unharmed. And eventually we'll come to know that. Hopefully that gives you some solace, some peace. Okay. So the animal souls are okay. Absolutely. I guarantee it. I've connected with evidence. I don't take up the time sharing it here. I've done it in a lot of videos, but they absolutely are. And somehow I feel at a soul level, like that little dog that took the SWAT, that was a minor thing compared to some of the abuse we've seen. The soul just knows I came here to help them remember. Okay. Mm -hmm. It sounds Pollyanna, but I know in my heart and I know your heart when we tune into it knows this is so. All right. Yeah. So thank you I've for just calling. Tran- yeah, I just transitioned to fully vegan, and I feel very happy about that choice. Well, excellent. And when you follow your heart and it's not harmful to yourself, you can't go wrong. Right. All right. Blessings to you, and thanks mm-hmm. for calling in. Thank you very much, Suzanne. Okay. Take care, Sharon. Bye-bye. All righty. That was a beautiful call. Let's see now. Louie, you got to help me. I can't remember how to put somebody on hold. If you could do that, I'm going to answer the next question that somebody sent in. They said they would prefer not to call in and be on air. So I'll read it for you here. I live in a state that recently mandated the wearing of face masks. Oh, can we identify with this? I'm having such a hard time with this because I feel my rights and my freedoms are being violated. I feel that I no longer have a voice or a choice, and I'm struggling with how to be loving and compassionate while at the same time standing up for my beliefs. Any insights you have on this issue would be greatly appreciated. First, I want to just mention, if you noticed the the cadence of the way I was talking in that last answer with Sharon, I'm tuning into my guides to higher consciousness as I answer these questions. I want to make sure that this is coming from the highest place I can access while talking to all of you. So I could tell just from some of the words that they're helping me out here. And I'm going to go back to Sanaya to to spirit, to joy, to ask this question as well. Masks, boy, I don't know about you, but it kind of knocks us off balance in our human side to see each other walking around in masks. It just triggers our deepest fears about illness and I could die. And I'm actually um, been doing a lot of writing about this lately. And the thing is, I was thinking about this as I read the question in advance and I I don't want to do too much thinking because I want this spontaneous answer from the guides. But when I read the words, my rights and my freedoms, this immediately points out the value in knowing that we are both humans and a soul, always here and now. So the human side of us says, I have rights and I have freedoms. The soul says, you are freedom itself. But rights and freedoms are dictated by culture, right? If we were born in other parts of the world, we would not demand or even expect the same rights that we do in this country of the United States where we're wearing masks now. I don't know what they're doing around the rest of the world. But for those of you listening around the world, this pertains to all of us. So we do have a choice as to where we live. And so some of us just say, well, I was born here. I'm not just going to uproot myself and go live on a desert island. If that's not your possibility, then the choice becomes, do I suffer because I can't change things or do I choose 
to see with the eye of the eyes of the soul and just go along with this drama, play along with the game. Uh, the choice we have comes in voting in our leaders, comes in choosing our thoughts about the things that are going on around with us, come, goes along with choosing, all right, if I have to wear a mask, then I'm just not going to go to that particular place. So we do have choices, but the problem is when they don't align with what we as humans want to do, we struggle. So choose to take the higher perspective and say, could this just be an opportunity for me to play around with both points of view with all aspects of myself? So this is the second part of the question. I'm struggling with how to be loving and compassionate. This is perfect. If we can be loving and compassionate with ourselves as we balk at having to wear these suffocating things over our face, at the fears that that engenders, then that's the greatest test of all and not snap at others because we think it's unfair. We have certain beliefs and if we stick to them, we suffer. Uh, she says at the same time, I'm struggling with standing up for my beliefs. Well, by all means, stand up for your belief if, if you feel that so. But the moment you feel yourself struggling and you can't change it, suffering because of your thoughts, that's an opportunity to just let it go. And it just reminds us of the serenity prayer, doesn't it, right? To understand those things we can change and those we can't. Many times we do end up helpless because of the decisions made at a collective level, but at the soul level, remember, we're always free. Peace is right here. And all of the human cultural beliefs are just minuscule in comparison with the greatest thought of all, that I am this freedom, this peace. I hope that's helpful to you. All righty. Well, we have a second Sharon, this one from New York. Sharon, you're on the air. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you. How are you? I'm doing awesome. How about you? Good, good. I'm I'm sorry, but you know, I wasn't prepared to have a question. I had called just oh. to listen to your show. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I can't thank you enough. <laughs> well, what fun. You got to come on the air then. You can tell all your friends. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's wicked cool. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. We'll enjoy the rest of the show. I will. So how you will. All right. There we go. So how about Safina? You're on the air. Hi, Suzanne. Oh, I love you so much. Oh, isn't that <laughs> nice? So you know amazing. what it is? It's just that we, we we recognize love in our souls and you don't have to meet somebody to, to know that feeling. So it's yeah. just love loving itself. <laughs> yeah. Um Yes, exactly. Um, I I just sold, my husband and I just sold our home in Maui because of the COVID. We didn't think we could afford to keep it going. And Mm. I've had nothing but despair and grief. Um, Okay. You have called the right place because (laughs) hopefully... All of the things we've talked about so far have helped you. It always comes back to recognizing when I'm struggling, it's my thoughts that took me there. And the thoughts are from conditioned human thinking. And so go straight to what you're telling yourself that says should 
have to, need to, must. All of those things, those beliefs just keep us in a state of despair. Probably right now you're saying things like, you know, I love that house. I should still be there. We should be able to afford it. I need to go and get get away to my escape. But when you can step back, Safina, and see from the soul's perspective, it's kind of like what if you were to cross the veil today and it's not happening but if you were to cross the veil today (laughs) and see with the eyes of the soul and I say this as a medium who connects daily with those who have crossed the veil with evidence I guarantee you we are souls and that death is not the end so we can imagine that we've crossed the veil I look up right now and here in in, um, Utah the time is 2.22 Thank you, Spirit. Wow. If we can imagine that we cross the veil right now and we're looking back at ourselves, we would say, oh, look, that she's suffering. If only she had realized there's, she could take this perspective right now, the bigger picture, and feel grateful yeah. for that house, but also maybe a little excited, like what new thing is going to open up for us because of that. And yeah. I was just, my, my guys just grabbed me. I'll give you a chance to say something in a second. But they just nudged me and said, remind everybody, don't just automatically try to go to a happy place when you're unhappy. It's not like life right. is always happy. We can admit that you're sad that you had to give up the house. That's okay. But it's witnessing everything from a neutral perspective that brings peace. And then you're open and available to see what else might arise. Yeah, I'm trying to see it that way. I feel like did I, I feel like I might have dishonored myself because it's such a sacred place and there seems to be a deeper grief that seems to be coming Hmm. up. Well, see, when that happens, that's the soul talking to you. And this is when you enter into a nice expanded state of consciousness in the quiet, in meditation. And perhaps you could find a meditation that works for you on my website on the free meditation gifts page. I'm hearing Radiant Heart would be a good one for you to listen to. And when you come to the place where you can ask a question in that guided meditation, ask deliberately to higher consciousness, whoever's listening, what is the source of this grief that's coming up now? What is the deeper Mm -hmm. issue that's being triggered? And then you'll get insights, I guarantee it. And then you can ask, show me how best to deal with this. Mm. Once it's cleared, you may see that this was a really great gift for you because it brought up stuff you didn't know you were carrying around and then see what opens up after that. Yeah, I am feeling like there is a blessing. I'm just in the in-between and it just Mm -hmm. hasn't been revealed yet. Yeah. Thank okay, you. well, please do that because we have to take action sometimes to get the results, and those are some pretty specific tools how to do that, okay? Okay, love you. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Take care. You too. All right. Thank you, everybody, for calling in. Thank you guys for listening. I heard somebody the other night say they couldn't sleep, so they turned on my radio show in the archives, and I thought, well, I hope that did the trick. <laughs> 
<laughs> to put her right to sleep. No. Let's go on to Beth in Pittsburgh. Did you know I'm coming to Pittsburgh to teach my class in August? I saw that on the website, and I was wondering if you still were based on whatever's going on in the world, you know. I so, am. Yeah, my guide like said we're are. teaching the class, and that's in August, Excellent. and so I'm forging ahead. Yeah, yeah. well, I just um, – so thanks for taking my call. Um, I discovered you about a week ago, and I've been just obsessed with your show. So I'm so impressed with your interviewing skills and your your <laughs> way with guests and callers. So I just but, really appreciate it. But I have a question. I just have a really good it, team and spirit, Beth, <laughs> and on the uh, ground. You can tell. You can, I, I, That really comes through. So I appreciate it. Thanks. Um, so I have kind of a weird question. I have noticed for about 10 years that I get this random reaction to like of chills when I hear about the death of a person I'm not even related to. So it could be somebody on television and I get like chills from head to toe and it lasts sometimes for as long as like five minutes. Wow. And it, it's it's yeah, and and it's not a, like a scary feeling. It's yeah, feels like, like goosebumps, right? Reach, goosebumps, but it, it's it's almost never. I can't remember it ever happening um, with somebody who I'm close to or a relative or friend. It just happens with random people who I have no like personal connection to. So I asked a friend who has some psychic abilities and she said, Oh yeah, that's definitely connected to, you know, their soul or something that that's what her impression was. But I've ne- so I have a question if you would know what that is, number one mm-hmm. and number two, what can I do with it? Like, should I say, do you have a message for me? Can <laughs> I help you? You know, I, oh. I, I, first of all, I guess the first question is, can you explain that? Yeah, yeah. First of all, you need to come to my serving spirit class. Because <laughs> you could just ah. open that right up. But uh, what it is, you know, it's a goosebumps. But I don't know if you've ever heard the term. We also call those God bumps. It's that's your soul's way, your energy field's way of saying, pay attention. And boy, lasting five minutes, you can't not pay attention, can you? You can't. We also call them, no, it's... Yeah, we, yeah, we also call them truth shivers. So yeah. the question here is truth of what? Well, the fact yeah. that you are feeling a physical reaction when somebody that you don't even know passes right away. What I hear shouted in my ear as my lip twitches. That's always my guide saying, trust this is we're all connected. We're connected at an energy level. And so something within you is already waiting to open up this awareness of how it is we're connected in and what is it that connects us it's consciousness it's love it's spirit and you are that so this this physical oh my gosh it's a break already okay stick around beth we will come back after the break and we'll continue with this question thanks everybody join me in are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. 
Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Yeah, welcome back indeed. If you were in the first half, you saw how my wonderful support team in spirit kept us safe today. You also see how my support team on the ground is trying to keep me straight. Ty ducked his head in the room to tell me the same thing you that Lynette was trying to text me about that the channeling for charity online live is July 12th, July 12th. Please see my events calendar, SuzanneGeesman.com slash events. So we were talking with Beth, who I'm bringing back on the air now. Beth, you were talking about having truth shivers, chills that last yeah. five minutes when yeah. you hear the death of a person not related to you. So, yeah, so far, it's, is this making sense? It, 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 yeah, it is. You, yeah, I, I agree um, that it is a signal to do something, but I don't what. <laughs> The thing that I've yeah, the thing that I've come to know is Beth and everybody listening. This is the whole point. We are all spirit. We are extensions and expressions of one spirit. Now that's woo-woo spiritual terms. So how about if we say we're all consciousness and expressions of one field of consciousness? That's an energy in itself. So if consciousness at a higher level wants to get your attention. Well, for you, it's when you read about death, consciousness mm-hmm. snags your awareness by giving you this physical sensation that lasts long enough that mm-hmm. you say, hey, what's going on here? And you pull the thread. And clearly you're doing that now by listening to this kind of radio show. Mm-hmm. And now here you are talking to a medium. What do you think I is going to happen next? <laughs> well, I, I have a question about um, the class in August. I, it says it's a level two. Would it be inappropriate to attend it if uh, I don't know, haven't gone through the level one? Boy, I hope that's not a level two. Where did you see that? Oh, I thought I thought I heard it uh, advertised. But anyway, I'll check it out. I yeah, I'm I pretty sure it's level as... one, and my my other ground crew, Bev, is listening now, and she will check that. But it's I'm pretty sure that's level one. So basic, uh, okay. how to connect with oh. spirit and your own loved ones who have crossed. <laughs> oh, okay, so, okay, good. Yeah, but I just feel that you know when you get that kind of replicable sign, and it's in your face like that and on your skin, you know, pull mm-hmm. that thread and see what am I supposed to do with this and. That's the fun about a beginner's class in mediumship, even though this one is for all levels. You discover mm-hmm. things that you had no idea you could do, speaking from personal experience. Oh, okay. So cool. Yeah, thank you so much. And all I'm right. I hope I get to meet you. Yeah, safe travel. All right. Thanks, and take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. Donna in Delaware. I love it. You are Hi. on the air. I used, I grew Hi. up near Delaware in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm in Rehoboth Beach. Okay. So my husband was born and raised here. Um, Suzanne, I just found you this week. 
And I've been soaking up your website every day I, and really every evening I sit down with my laptop and I'm just, you know, pouring through things and learning new things. And I just turned on um, my laptop and I went again to your site and was like, oh, she's one line. She's got a, a live show. <laughs> called in and I just felt so led. I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that I actually got through. So I feel like I was really guided to speak to you today and I'm I'm very um I'm very humbled by it. I can I can say that for sure. Um that's fun. I wanted to that's ask fun. you yeah and your voice really resonates with me. Your voice and background um I don't know like no one else. So um I'm I'm very happy to speak with you. I wanted nice. to me ask too, you, you thank you. Um I years ago I had um kind of a vision of two months, and I can still see them in my mind's eye. And it was just very brief. And um, at other times, I have, um, I call them visions, but it's in my mind's eye, and it almost knocks me off my feet, where Mm. um, it kind of takes me back in time to Mm. my childhood. And um, I, I don't really understand it, but I would love to gain perspective on that and what exactly is going on with that once again uh, this is just like speaking with beth when these things happen and you just have to find out about it you have to ask a question you start digging that's the soul aspect of you that's pushing you because there are greater lessons to be learned so to have these very clear visions even if they're in your mind's eye and not objectively out in front of you, is right. a way of showing you, I'm not just this body. I'm not just this person with a, with a mm-hmm. personality and characteristics and a history and memories. I'm something more. I'm consciousness. I'm an aspect of that. And this higher consciousness is giving you what I call adventures in consciousness, showing you oh, there's cool. so much more. So... Each person's on their own path, and and the greater reality is going to reveal itself in your own particular way. But this sounds really cool. So just start asking those questions like I advised those folks earlier. You know, go into the Mm -hmm. silence, deliberately ask questions of higher consciousness, believing that some aspect of that is going to answer you in a way that will make sense, either through more visions, insights, words, signs that you get later on. It becomes a real adventure Day by day, as you just keep asking the questions, when we get out of the habit of just wondering what's going on and deliberately and directly ask these questions, that's when the magic really happens and often. I see. Um, I, you know, I've, and the reason that I was searching through your site so um, readily was I have a lot of anxieties and I thought maybe if I start to meditate regularly. So I've really been enjoying your meditations. And when you came one, um, I guess about 45 minutes ago, you mentioned that there was an update to your site about learning to meditate. So I'm sure that I will take advantage of that. And, you know, as I said, I thought, my goodness, I've, you know, was led, I found your, I found the show by accident. Then one of the first things you mentioned was this learn to meditate. So I'm quite tickled to speak with you today and thank you so much i i appreciate your your insight into those things that i see 
Well, you're welcome, Donna. And we call these God winks, these synchronicities that just show you're on the right path. And one thing my guide said to me early on for all of us, when your heart's in the right place, things fall into place. So just keep doing what you're doing. Check out my YouTube channel, too, and subscribe to that. There are dozens of videos there that that might keep you awake at night. (laughs) Okay, great. Thanks so much. Thank you, Suzanne. You take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I see another Donna on the line, and I believe I know this one by the last name, Donna from the Villages. How are you? I'm great, Suzanne. I really am. Um, I'm calling in because this morning at 3 a.m., one of my dear friends and neighbors crossed over. And I'd like to kind of get some guidance on how soon can I connect with her and how, how would I go about doing that? Well, right away, depending on how she passed, Donna, do you remember our dear friend Gloria, when her husband passed, everybody said, oh, give her some time. Don't go too nearby. You know, she needs to grieve. And I was just, I was driving at the time and I said, I have to go see her. I have to go see her. And I was felt a little intrusive. And as I pulled in her driveway, there's her husband in the car with me saying, Donna, it was just amazing. He says, this is my house. As we pulled into the driveway, it was like he was seeing it from the higher perspective. And we pulled up, we, he and I pulled up to her door. I go knock on the door and she answers, of course, upset because he has just passed. And I, and instead of saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I said, Gloria, your husband is right here. Bob's here. This is what he has to say. And I mean, boom, 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 boom. We had to write down all the things he said. So when I said to you, Donna, that it's important how she passed, the reason Bob was able to communicate so clearly is because he hadn't been well for a long time. And I know know that his soul was already getting used to being across the veil even before he passed. And so Mm -hmm. when he passed, he was just fully ready to communicate with her. And he found me a medium to do that through. But Donna, you're tuned in. You and I were in a meditation group for years. You know this stuff. All you have to do is trust that you can do it. So just sit quietly like you do so often. Tune into your heart. Send that love out and say, here I am. Let's chat. I'm going to do that, Suzanne, because this is the first friend that I have lost that I haven't been really upset about because I know that she's in a good place wherever she is. And I want to connect with her. Um, I I just want, I just want to connect with her. So um, I I pray that it'll be for you. Like it was when my friend Brenda passed and you're just going to be sitting there at home, Donna, and all of a sudden you're going to feel her and it will sound like her because you know her so well. And, and just, Take take down dictation and then talk back to her. I think she'll rejoice okay. in that. Okay, Suzanne. I miss you. <laughs> I miss heart, you. It's so, so good to hear your voice. And I know Ty's waving well, at you from across the room here. Yeah, okay, Suzanne. Bye now. And I want to just tell everybody that's listening that Donna has just been this this font of strength. She's had a lot of physical challenges and took a fall and had to go to rehab, but she just keeps smiling and not always smiling because she's very human too, but I give her so much credit for knowing that beneath all of these physical challenges, ultimately, like we said earlier, the soul is fine, and she's just a beautiful living well, example. Well, my soul is. 
I know that I'm close to crossing over. I just don't know how close. And uh, But I have no fear uh, because of the work that I've done with you and, and others throughout the years. Um, I won't be far behind, but um, I'm still here. And well, I'm that makes human. all the difference in the world. And, and I know that for people listening now to hear somebody say that, they'll say you're brave, but it truly does come from just knowing, doesn't it? No, yeah, it does. It just, I know, I know, I know. And um, that's, I'm not even crying over my friend uh, because I know that she's okay. Um, That's right. That's right. It's just a whole new way of looking at the afterlife. It sure is. And And you be sure to let me know when you hear from her, okay? And we'll let everybody know. (laughs) Okay, Suzanne. All right. All right. I love you. Take care. Love you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, I love having everybody calling in here. This is first Thursday of the month, so we're doing questions. Have guests lined up for the rest of the month. Some really exciting shows coming up. So grateful to Lynette for lining those up and helping me with that. Let's talk to Linda in West Virginia. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Thank you. Um, Hi. I was was wondering, when I hear people talk about things in, in the spiritual realm and with meditation and such, the word surrender comes up a lot. And I want to surrender, but I don't seem to know how. Okay. Let's just change the like word then. That's a, that's a great idea, but really it's our words limit us and get us get in the way. I'm asking my team now for a better word than surrender. How about just set aside the focus on your human story? First of all, you have to understand that we are souls acting out roles here. That's the story. So your whole life is like a biography. If we could encapsulate that in a book, we just move it to the side. Now, if we are not the story, what remains? Just this. And Mm -hmm. people would say, this what? This peace. This, right, this no belief system, no have-tos, shoulds, needs, must-tos, demands, nothing. Just this love that bubbles up from knowing that beyond the story is peace and connection and love. So who doesn't want to set the book aside for for a while just to feel that? So that's what we're surrendering, the clinging to the idea that I'm just this story, just these life experience. We're so much more... And so whatever words work for you, I say, I surrender. And it's just a release. Or how about I dissolve? Something like that. But some people might be afraid. Oh, what if I dissolve into nothingness? That brings up a fear of death, right? (laughs) I hear you. So... But we just did help clarify it for me though, because I just I guess I didn't understand what we what we're meant to do or to not do. Does, like, does that help? Surrender. Yes, it does. Thank you very much. Okay, you're welcome. All right. Okay. Thanks so much, Linda. Bye-bye. I'm not sure I got to finish. I wanted I I didn't want to cut her off. So but some of you who might say I don't want to dissolve into nothingness, the goal is to discover that there there is, it's a paradox. The field from which we arise is nothingness and everything. It's just full of potential, like this, this sea that's just 
bursting to rise up in waves as you and me. It's just teeming with life, yet there's no objects in it. We dissolve into that and just float, just drift. Ah, gosh, I love going to that place every morning and at moments throughout the day when I get too caught up in the drama, just breathe and sink back. That's the kind of surrender we could all handle. So how about Carolyn, also in the villages, I believe. Welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. Um, My question, can you hear me all right? I do. Thanks for coming on. Yes. Um, I've really been stressing over, you know, the um, political polarization. I, I meditate individually and within a group and I'm just wondering if there's something more I should be doing. Um, okay. Let me very- I, I want to thank you for wording that perfectly because I forgot to mention I want to mention this at the beginning of every show that in accordance with Unity's guidelines and my personal guidelines we just we don't talk politics on the show yeah. but that's a different yeah. question Carolyn because it's one that's on all of our minds. We can't turn on the news without being bombarded with it. And again, you know, this comes right back to the very first question and the second question that we talked about in this show. It comes back to perspective and being able to rise above the drama and take the soul's perspective. When we can see each other as characters in the drama of life, and that we mm-hmm. take different roles on for a reason, then it just changes the way we view everything. We may not like the way this play is acting out, but mm-hmm. we see the duality for what it is, an opportunity to take us to that place where we realize there's so much more than this drama. And so we can slip back and forth, shifting our focus and our identification. As I step into the role and I see a place where I can make a difference, then I take mm-hmm. action. If I can't make a difference at this level from a soul level by radiating love and helping others understand that, like my T-shirt that I'm wearing right now says, the answer is love, that actually does make a difference. At this level, we say, how can sending love make a difference? Well, the divine love is more powerful than any energy we have at the human level, even though it's all a spectrum of the same energy. So again, it just comes down to shifting perspectives and, let me take a breath, if it's knocking you off balance so much, then don't even go there. If you can't change things, definitely vote when you can. But until that voting day comes, turn off the television, right? I've been doing that, and then I get back into it. I feel like I'm not being a good citizen if I'm not Then I'm going to slap your hands. Yeah, that's so then sit and ask yourself, what is it about this that's drawing me in? It's the drama. But oh, yeah. I heard you, though. You said you feel like you're not a good citizen if you don't. Well, we do need at the human level to stay informed. I mean, if, if we weren't informed about coronavirus and we'd walk out and say, why is, that, why is everybody wearing a mask? I need a mask. That's you know, that kind of thing. Right. So we do need to stay up on the news. But you can just train yourself 
to read the headlines, find out what you need to know, notice as a wit- an objective witness your automated reactions to the news and say, isn't that interesting? Look at what thoughts that engenders. Then look at other people and see how the complete opposite story makes them upset. And yes. then find it. Be curious and interested in how we can all have such different reactions and then see where that leads. Just kind of make a, 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 a lesson out of all of it. And But the most important one, again, is if you know it's making you miserable, why do you keep going back to it? There you go, right? Because your perception is your reality. And that's I think right. I prefer to stay in the perception that love can heal. So and love yeah. does heal. So. Yeah, and it's like it's like um, Lynette and Bev and I joke about our souls and our spirit guides are sitting next to each other up on a cloud and they're watching us and they're going, "Oh, there goes Carolyn turning that TV on again. Oh no, yeah. when is she going to yeah. learn?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Right, yeah. old age, I should know better, right? Right. Well, thank you so thank much you for calling. Ben. It's great to talk with it's you. Very helpful. Take care. Bye bye. All right. You too. Bye bye. I think we have time for one more caller, and I see Julia on the line from Virginia. Welcome to the show. Yes, that's it. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm here in Northern Virginia, and I just wanted to thank you so much for. Um, for having your classes online. I just actually finished one um, of your classes, and I've been working here with someone that worked with you in Northern Virginia. Um, But I guess what I've been struggling with lately is I am a very positive person, and I see so many people just ripping each other apart regarding Mm -hmm. um, what's going on with coronavirus and are they letting schools open and, you know, Mm -hmm. they're – only letting kids in two days a week. And I just feel like we're constantly ripping each other apart. It's really, and yes, I've quit looking at the news and I've quit looking at my cell phone yeah. with updates from neighborhood groups, but I just feel just so overwhelmed by it. Oh, you know, I so understand. And this is the greatest opportunity for you and all of us to be aware of our own thoughts and feelings. So that sense of despair or distraught, that's not a word that you feel is this like a little alarm that goes off on you notice it and say I have a choice now take a deep breath release it and say I choose peace how can I turn my thoughts around I'm not going to let other people upset me I choose peace and then you just take it from there yeah, I think it's not so much that it's getting to me. It's that I'm just seeing what it's doing to our community, to our neighborhoods, yeah. to people yep. tearing each other down and to what it's doing to kids, you know. And just yep. Yep. I just wish we all would just come together and connect, see the best in each other, and help each other through difficult times. You know, there's going to be more and, difficult times, not just COVID, you know. Yep. So. And that's exactly what you are doing now by making this phone call. And we do it at an individual level and we get it on blogs to help people see what really matters, to remind people to breathe. So just everybody listening, do one thing today to reach out and remind somebody who they are. And little by little, that ripple effect does make a difference. But it's the it's things like this program and even the book that I've been working on for the past week that it's going to help people show know 
that we are here to remember to love each other and to express our true nature, which is that that connection, that that indivisible field of love. So thanks and for that's calling what I try with that. To put out there every what? day. I try to put that out every day. So yeah. There you go. And I mean, social media can drag us down, but it also is the most incredible platform for changing the way we look at things. So it takes an effort because humans really love to dwell on the drama, but nobody said it would be easy. Hmm. I know. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. And now the moment, drum roll, please. I have in my hand little slips of paper upside down so I can't see them. I could ask Rudy, the sailing wiener dog, to grab one in his teeth and draw one, but he's asleep. Nellie would chew it up. So I'm going to close my eyes and draw it here. Here we go. Carolyn, you win the prize. So please reach out to my assistant, Bev. I know you can reach her through my website. And... Tell her which of those three online courses you'd like us to send you for free, okay? Thank you for everybody else for calling in. Let's see. I have about another minute and a half to go. So I have one final question here. Somebody said they heard that near-death experiences say they don't really remember their life here on Earth, and they want to stay in the afterlife. So when somebody actually dies and permanently crosses over, do they remember and want to connect with their loved ones on earth? That is such a great question. And what I'm being told is that those who have near-death experiences are so new and the spirit world, those in the spirit world know they're going to come back that they're shown in a, like a crash course what awaits all of us when we cross. They so are overwhelmed with the love and the bliss. Listen to many of my guests who've come on the show to talk about their after death experiences that they come back and tell us about it. But I guarantee you, as I've said earlier in this show, every single soul who comes through in my readings remembers us, their loved ones. They come through in those readings to tell us, I'm still here. I remember you. How could I ever forget you? I love you so much. Life is eternal. Make the most of it while you're in physical form. And how do we do that? It's the message that never changes. We love each other with all our hearts and souls. I love all of you so much. Thanks for joining me every week. And we'll be right back here next week. So please go out and make it a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. 
part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.